honestly. my voice is gone when we start um I love that we're just keeping it fun we're keeping it fresh we're keeping it flirty and girly over here yeah <laughs> I hate you so much yeah Zoe and I just yourself. had a really lengthy conversation prior to recording this as we always do um but we really got into a lot of good topics including that absolutely cursed TikTok of yeah. um that couple <laughs> silly goose if you know you know if you don't you don't and quite frankly you're lucky if you don't if you don't I wish I was you as Zoe said earlier we have not known peace since seeing that video um and it haunts me it's it's never I will never be the same no we've changed for the worst changed us for the absolute worst um welcome back to another episode of honestly a podcast with zoe and logan that was logan and that was zoe a silly goose (laughs) oh my god i don't know what's more upsetting that or the spider conversation that we were just having yeah we really dove into some topics that were extremely upsetting we dove into our deepest and darkest fears (laughs) coconut crabs oh my god absolutely demolished by spiders oh my god no I would rather get like just a swift kick to the chest by a kangaroo and like have it kill me than come (laughs) face to face with a spider yeah. Of any kind. I'm just <laughs> spider would be too prolonged. It, the kangaroo would just take you out. Yeah. And it's you know beefy. what? I respect That's that. That's a beefy kangaroo. I feel and... like kangaroos, like, they, like, train. Like, they... No, they lift, bro. <laughs> they have some sort of, like, gym in the wild that they, like, attend. A jungle gym? <laughs> <laughs> face was far too proud <laughs> was far too excited about like, that you were like, a, jungle a jungle gym, gym. <laughs> uh, hell uh, yeah hell fucking yeah a jungle those gym pictures of eels that look like they've just <laughs> made a joke uh, that was me very that um no i'd ra- like they have to work out somewhere no like <laughs> that that kangaroo is simply too beefy for it to be natural it's it's they're muscular it's juicing you heard it here first folks <laughs> we are accusing the kangaroos of using um uh enhancement performing drugs enhancement enhance performance enhancing i just had a stroke <laughs> enhancement performing drugs uh our brains are melting um how are you doing (laughs) i am okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um as discussed every single episode (laughs) um it is groundhog day Mm -hmm. and there's there's no changing that that's just where we're where we're at yeah Mm -hmm. um today i felt very like nostalgic for like doing things (laughs) 
sure 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 and like not even not even things that's like oh hell yeah that's exciting just like (laughs) going to shoppers drug mart for like something other than like quickly picking up a prescription Mm. and not touching anything like just going in and just like walking around the dollar store meandering through dollarama i've said this so much during the pandemic but it's like i miss just like go it like i never liked grocery shopping that was never something i enjoyed doing pre-pandemic like i don't enjoy grocery shopping but like what i would give at this point to like be in the loblaws down at maple leaf gardens just wandering through the long by work And just touching things, just picking ingredients up and being like, oh, I might need a persimmon, you know, like I just, what I would give, what I would give for that. Oh, I know. I'm feeling very that today, just Mm -hmm. about everything. Yeah. And then it's like the bigger things are like, oh, I miss like seeing people. (laughs) I miss going to like concerts, Mm -hmm. going to the movie theater. Oh. Could you imagine those sticky floors? Oh, those sticky floors. My Mexican oh. poutine. Mm. Yes. My oh, really, baby. really dry chicken strips. <laughs> I got that one time. Fuck you, chicken strips. That's what they said. Fuck you, chicken strips. <laughs> oh, God. So very that today. Yeah, I feel that. I, I was... <laughs> I was feeling very nostalgic for the early days of the pandemic yes. the other day. And because... that's when you know it, we've reached a point. That oh, there's it, no going back. It was a new low. Like I was listening, yeah. the whole reason why I was listening to um, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, which I listened to <laughs> so much back in like March and April yeah. of last year, right when this was all starting. And I just like, it's like, oh, I remember like listening to this while cooking dinner at the apartment and you know there was still hope back then <laughs> yeah it felt at the beginning like a nice little break mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it was still scary don't mm-hmm. get me wrong it was very scary but it was like you know what it will be nice not to go into work yeah for a couple of weeks <laughs> physically and now it's it's been a year. It's yeah. been <laughs> it's been one year. year. Um, <laughs> just crying. Yeah. I miss like the um the naivete, yes. however you pronounce that word, of <laughs> the early days of the pandemic, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we'll be home for a couple of weeks, or oh, this will only last a couple. We'll be out by summer, sort of thing. I it miss was, that. <laughs> it was so nice mm-hmm. to have the. Well, at least we'll be, like, back by the summer. Mm-hmm. Like, the summer won't be taken from us. Mm-mm. And then I was like, no, it will. And so we'll literally get <laughs> Is that good? Would, Would that, that be, be good, good for you? you? <laughs> no, you don't drink. Yeah. Yeah, very that. Very that. Very that feeling today. I also woke up. We talked about this earlier <laughs> this morning. Just feeling extremely disoriented. Mm-hmm. Like I woke up, I was like, hmm, not sure what day it is or where I am. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I have to go to work now. And it's like, it's funny when that happens because it's like literally where would I be? Yeah. You know? Where like would home. I be? What day? <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Like I'm always no. in the same place and I live one of two days over and over again it's either a work day or it's a weekend (laughs) and it's either a good one or a bad one not even good it's either a fine one (laughs) tolerable or a bad one yeah 
So I don't, I don't really know what my problem was, but yeah. that, <laughs> that was this morning. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. I feel like I had had a series of like pretty good days in a row, Yeah, which was nice, yes. you know, definitely enjoyed that. It was nice not feeling um, shitty constantly. Yes. Um, and then all of that just kind of came crashing down a little bit today. Um, and that's okay. You know what? It happens. Um, but it's just it like, that's always the worst, right? Like when you've kind of been like, I don't even want to like call it a high because that's kind yeah. of sad. But it's like, for like the times, it was definitely like, I felt like I was at like a high point. And then coming down and being like, oh, no, this is what it feels like to feel shitty again. Yeah, it's just like such a big change. So you know what? It is what it is. I'm feeling better now, though. That's good. <laughs> Um, but I, I feel like you shared your, um, therapist experience there last month. And so I wanted to, um, I wanted to share my experience because as you know, I've been slowly pursuing, um, finding a therapist for myself because of everything. Um, and so I went online to the psychology today website or whatever, yes. and I was looking through. Which feels fishy every time that it's not, <sighs> I but know. it does feel like something. We're and wrong. it's like, it's such like a crazy thing just in general, because it almost feels like Tinder, but for therapists, yes. where I'm just like, I'm yeah. basing this off of like a picture and like a bio that like you've written. Like, it's like, I don't know yeah. if you'll be a good fit. I, but anyway, yeah, no. Looking through, I found a couple of therapists that seemed like they might be a good fit for me, and yeah. neither you of them checked. Cross checked. <laughs> had to double check with you that I wasn't <laughs> trying to reach out to the same person that you had. Um, but you know, whatever. I was like, I'll reach out to them, and neither of them on their little profiles on Psychology Today indicated that they weren't accepting new patients. Okay. But you know things happen, people change. So I just want to, um, like, <laughs> I reached out to two of them. Spoiler alert, neither of them are accepting new patients right now. So we are back at square one. But I just want to, like, read you their responses. I sent them, like, basically the okay. same email each, basically being like, hi, I came across your profile on Psychology Today website. Um, I think you'd be a really good fit for me. Like, I'd love to chat more if you have, like, time looking forward to hearing from you sort of thing yeah and I just want you to hear the difference in the two replies that I got from these women so the first one super nice 10 out of 10 would recommend she was like hello Logan thank you like thank you for reaching out unfortunately I'm fully booked at this time with my earliest availability to take on a new client being in late March early April I am truly sorry as I know this news is not ideal please let me know if you would be interested in waiting in brackets this is a very long, that is a very long wait. So I completely understand if you would like to move on to another therapist or if you'd prefer my assistance in finding another therapist at this time, warmly, oh, that's nice. so-and-so. Like what a beautiful reply, right? You know, like, you yeah. can tell that like, there's like genuine like Caring. apology there. And she's like, I'm so yeah. sorry. And like, I'd be happy to help you. And like, I can put you on a wait list, but like, yeah, like you I know can it's like wait, a long but time. I, I get it. It might be too long. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I haven't responded because I'm bad at responding to emails, but I was like, that was really nice. And like, even though it was like not available right away, it was like, at least it wasn't like a completely discouraging response, you know? So then the other lady that I emailed, her response was, 
Hi, Logan. Thanks for reaching out. Unfortunately, my practice is currently full and I am unable to accept new clients at this time. Wish you the best of luck in your search. And if you happen to still be looking for a therapist in a couple of months from now, you are welcome to try again as I may have some openings at that point. <laughs> I may. So, okay. okay. <laughs> it's just like, mm, I'm full. Sorry. Good luck. <laughs> best of luck to you. And it's like, <laughs> I get that like no one is obligated to like go above and beyond and be like I'm so sorry and like I can help you find somebody else and like I can put you on a wait list but I know it's a long time and like I know that this is an ideal news but Mm. also (laughs) it's like I am somebody reaching out to you a therapist which like probably should indicate to you that like maybe I'm not doing so well (laughs) That's the thing, like what we talked about with, um, we've already been through what happened on my <laughs> end. saga. A lot, a lot went down um, and nothing went down all at once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Incredibly. But like, like we talked about then, like there's, with what your profession is mm-hmm. and what you, you're literally paid to do, I get you're not paid to like respond to people who aren't your clients yet, mm-hmm. but that is a part of your job and you know that what you do involves mental health Mm -hmm. and you decide to have absolutely no tact in responding to people Mm -hmm. whatsoever just just whatever you want to say how little you want to (laughs) say how kind you or empathetic you want to come across as you say it yeah okay that (laughs) second one didn't sit right with my spirit personally yeah. mm-hmm. no so I, I feel that I think I will you know jot that down file that away <laughs> we won't be following no up with her in a few months you yeah. know that first one though um I think maybe I will reach out back like reach back out to her and be like you know what put me on your wait list babe yeah. like let's let's touch base in April <laughs> if I find someone else in the meantime Right? You know, like, that's kind of what I'm thinking, because it's like, at least I'll have something maybe in like a month or two. But like, in the meantime, I can continue looking. But it's like, I also think that's just kind of like the problem with looking for somebody right now. Because that was also kind of like one of the issues that happened when you went through your thing where she was like, oh, well, like, I'm not even like really accepting new clients for like during the week right now anyway. And I just think like with the pandemic and everything that's been going on, I think like everyone's mental health has like taken a toll. And so like, Mm -hmm. I think therapists are doing a booming business right now. And like, it's not surprising that a lot of them like don't have availability or don't have space to take on new patients. But I'm just like, girl, (laughs) I need something. <laughs> I need something. And like I think a lot of like the people who are reaching out to are like people who've maybe never had like mm-hmm. mental health issues before this. And I feel like that's interesting in of in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's good that everyone Ill. reaches out. <laughs> yeah. I think it's good, like not not me gatekeeping mental illness. Um, I love the like, <laughs> like, I just think that's interesting, and I mm. think maybe there should be like different routes for different people. Yeah, maybe. No. I 100% agree with that, and like, it's like I don't know. I just think that like, I think you and I are very similar in the sense that like 
we've had these kind of like persisting mental health issues for a while, like anxiety, depression, yeah, OCD in my case, etc. And you know, we've kind of just gotten like I don't even necessarily want to say like good at coping with it, but like we've just kind of like learned mm-hmm. to cope with it because it is so hard to find a therapist and you know, for a long time, like, you didn't have insurance, I didn't have insurance, like, it's expensive, it's not something that everybody can afford, and so it's just, like, a lot of the times it's easier to just, like, not (laughs) seek help for the issues, Yeah. Um, but, like, with the added layer of the pandemic and everything that that's brought and just, like, shit that's gone on in the last year, two years, whatever, it's, like, oh, these things are building, and it's yeah. getting harder and harder They're gonna to just explode. like that's exactly it. like it's getting harder and harder to just like deal with on my own or deal with by like oh let's just yeah. like have a chat you know <laughs> like yeah let's just like laugh point, about it <laughs> I feel like a professional needs to get involved <laughs> yeah it's I I feel like they're like this is like not groundbreaking in any sort of way (laughs) but like I just feel like there needs there's not enough like emphasis on like these supports and things like Mm -hmm. and even if even if there is like an emphasis there isn't like the resource available or like you can't access it after a while because when I didn't have insurance Mm -hmm. and I like my my doctor is part of like a health team so they have like different people in the same office so they have like nutritionists and like social workers and stuff like that all in the same place and so I was able to do like an eight week or eight session whatever Mm -hmm. social worker and like that was great and she was very helpful and like it was really good like I had tried it before and the other person I didn't like and so I tried again with her Mm -hmm. and she was great there was a good rapport we got along she was (laughs) helpful but I can't after eight weeks I can't go to her anymore and now that I have insurance I can't do an eight-week thing again yeah so it's just like very like who is this helping really no it is like there's so many hoops that you have to jump through I have a couple of points that I thought of but it's like the one you and I have already talked about this but a lot of people don't take insurance that's something like when you narrow it down on like that psychology today website for example by who takes insurance like it mm-hmm. eliminates people a lot, so like yeah. that right there it's already like okay like if i want this covered by my employer which i absolutely do because if they're willing to pay for it like i'm going to take <laughs> yeah. advantage of that i'm already limiting the number of people i can choose from and then the other thing that i was thinking is i went to a social worker um in elementary school when my anxiety and ocd like first kicked up and like were Started really being- bad yeah like when I was like 11 12 and things were like (laughs) not good yeah and um I went to a social worker her name was Alex I loved her so much she was fantastic um but she only deals with youth right and so it's like I aged out at a certain point and that's kind of why I haven't except for like a brief stint a few years ago why I haven't done anything else like therapy or anything because I just like I had somebody I really liked and she was so good with me and like she just got it and like it was so helpful but you know like once I was out of high school I was like you know over the age of like 17 or 18 or like whatever her cutoff was and I couldn't go to see her anymore and I was like the idea of starting over with somebody is so exhausting (laughs) that's what I was gonna say it's like the idea of like starting over 
from the beginning, every single thing, it just makes you not want to do it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, I, you know, like I've, I've exhausted that. Like I've yeah. already said it. I like, I don't know. I just feel like maybe there should be the same way. Like if you transfer like doctors, mm-hmm. there should be a way for like those two people to talk to each other. So you don't have to like completely right. start over from the beginning. I know. Like, it's just, it's so hard. And like, I remember like I said, I saw Alex like in elementary school and then a bit in high school, but high school, I was like actually very like <laughs> mentally stable, which like <laughs> is interesting. And so I didn't need to see her. <laughs> it was getting ready for, it was giving you a break before you, you but you know, it was like, I like didn't have like a ton of issues and like things were going relatively well then. And like, she had given me like coping strategies and like I learned how to deal with my anxiety and my OCD and so I was like able to handle it and then yeah by the time things started getting like bad again when I was in university for you know like because of school because of personal reasons like I was like oh I I can't go see this person anymore and it's like I'm now dealing with new issues that I don't know how to deal with because like I don't yeah. have like <laughs> coping strategies because I had them for a specific thing for a specific time in my mm-hmm. life too like the coping strategies that work for you like in elementary school like wouldn't necessarily yeah you know so I don't know the whole like I just feel like it's so easy to be like oh well like you should just like talk to somebody and like yeah and it's like I love to and I'm trying to but it's so hard because a yeah. It seems to be impossible to find anybody who's accepting new patients right now because of everything that's going on. And then, you know, even if I do find somebody who's like, yeah, I have room, I can take you. There's no guarantee that like, I'm going to like them. They're going to be yeah. a good fit for me. So it's like, then you just, you're back at square one again. And I don't know, like if, if you feel this way too, or if it's me and my like appointment and like medical <laughs> anxieties on top of everything, but I feel very stressed out by having to see like if the person keeps wanting to make an appointment like every single week that stresses me out and I don't know why because I'm like oh what if I'm doing something on that day like what if (laughs) one we could do (laughs) what if there's a concert that I have tickets for and Mm -hmm. you want to actually have our meeting then and then I have to like move it will I go probably not (laughs) after that like I know I'm the same way because that's what happened like I like went back to therapy for a couple of months in 2015 because again shit was like going south yeah um and I went back had like like I really liked her Her name was Lindsay she was great um went to her for a month or two and then there was one week where I was like I'm not really feeling well like I wasn't like actually sick but I was just like oh like I'm just like tired from work like I'm not up to going and so I like you know canceled my appointment and then I just never went back that's what happens that it it's very easy to like once you talk yourself out of one thing to like mm-hmm. never do it again yeah and I'm I, just totally... like, I will sabotage myself yeah in this situation. 100%. the inner saboteur came out to play and <laughs> when did you get here but and like I totally know what you mean about like like the appointment anxiety thing because it's like even like when I was emailing the two therapists like yeah. as soon as I sent the emails I was so anxious because yeah. I was like are they going to get back to me? That's anxiety inducing. Are they not going to get back to me? That's also anxiety inducing. Like I was yeah. just sitting there like refreshing my emails, like being so stressed every time I had a new one. Cause I was like, is it from them? <laughs> 
I know it's so it's so stressful and it's just like this is something that's supposed to be like making me not stressed out and it's like making me even more stressed out Uh, um yeah it's just a it's a lot there needs to be a better system (laughs) because this is wild I like literally think I've it's so annoying because it's like I saw somebody on Instagram was promoting it and it was like you know like some new app or whatever but it was like only in the states or like only Mm -hmm. in like california or something but it just felt like a modernized way of like finding a good like therapist match for you and it was like all like kind of app based and like it honestly did feel like almost more like dating app-esque than like (laughs) which is like kind of nice though it's like I'd like I just want to like I want somebody to come to me you know and be like I think I'd be a good fit for you yeah and And here's why it's hard like the way that it is currently it's like the onus is on us like the people who are going through something or have some sort of like mental health issue like the onus is on us to like Mm. take the initiative and like try to find somebody and it's like that's so hard to do and it's not like that for anything else like if I had a heart condition (laughs) and I needed to see a heart specialist and the doctor was like yeah you can go to heart specialist today and find (laughs) one that works for you and hope that they talk to you and don't like stand you up via zoom (sighs) like it's very weird it's just really overwhelming so I don't know if anybody else is in the same boat like I feel you and um keep going we're all in this together and like yeah I think that's all we can do is just like keep trying I guess like as fucking hard as it is but I don't know it's just like it's shitty because like we shouldn't ignore our mental health and like clearly like we've been going through it it's set up to be ignored yeah (laughs) like nothing makes it easy to address no not at all and so that's definitely a flawed system um have you been in consuming any content this past week (sighs) what have I been consuming um we both watched h3 today frenemies yes Um, they did their (laughs) fitness test which was very entertaining I also thought like imagine us doing a fitness test oh I had the same thought just immediate tears like there's no way we're just running laps to Disturbia again that's that's all that's gonna happen full grade nine gym flashbacks (laughs) like there's that so it's just like I don't know if you're like very skeptical of Trisha I just Mm -hmm. feel like watch that because it is actually a very entertaining podcast I feel like it is, it's just, like, it's nice to see that side of her. Yeah. And I feel like, like, like I'm one of those people that I've, like, really gone back and forth about her over the years, where I'm, like, do I like her? Do I not? It's very hard to like her. Yeah, I mean, like, she She does not make it easy. But having watched um, Frenemies kind of on and off for the last few months and, like, seeing her relationship with Ethan develop and I'm like oh like I think you're inherently a good person yeah like I think it it comes from like I know everyone says like it just comes from like ignorance but like Mm -hmm. I really do think in her case that like things just come from like her literally not knowing Mm -hmm. 
especially when you look at like her childhood and stuff like that you're like I don't think any of this is malicious like I think you like literally just don't know why that's wrong yeah I think like there's so many things to look at like obviously she experienced like a lot of abuse when she was growing up and like throughout her life and so that contributes to it she clearly has like multiple mental health issues that she's like working through there she's are all insecure these, about things. She's insecure. Yeah. Like, there are all these different factors where it's, like, that completely plays into, like, why you are the way that yeah. you are. And it's, like, she has acknowledged that she's been problematic in the past and, like, that she's just, like, trolled in the past for yeah. the sake of, like, being, you know, controversial or, mm-hmm. like, whatever. And it's, like, I think, like, recently she's, like, really owned up to a lot of that. And it's, like, that's fine. Like, you don't have to excuse it. Like, I totally get why people yeah. would be, like no Ixnay on the yeah. rish day um <laughs> especially if you're like from one of the communities that she's like done mm-hmm. that exactly about. it's like Absolutely. who are you and I to be like Two oh my god ladies. we forgive you Trish like it's like, <laughs> like totally, that's not for us but it's not for us but it's like I do think that you see growth with her yes and I think and that's it's important. enjoyable to watch on mm-hmm. even from the beginning of their podcast <laughs> and now you see the yeah yeah it's like I don't think I ever watched like any of the very first episodes but I've definitely like been watching somewhat for like a while now I've seen like you know like some of the blowouts that they've had and all of that (laughs) but it's like her and Ethan really do like seem like friends yeah and I think that's so nice it's so lovely it's very oh it's very nice Let's do the fitness challenge. <laughs> Let's do it. I would immediately go into cardiac arrest. Oh my god, no. Like, what was the very first thing that they did? Was it the doing planking? The I think planks? Planking. Yeah. Or they were doing the toe touch to, like, stretch oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, like, I can do that. And then they did the planks, and I was like, I'd be down in seconds. I, yeah. There's I no way. I can't. When they were hanging off the monkey bars... <laughs> I was like, my arms would detach from my torso. It would just like, whoosh. I loved because like Trisha was being so like confident about the oh. fact that she could do a pull up. She's and I like, was I like, could do hundreds. I was <laughs> like, like, that's okay. so weird that she thinks she's like, like that she can do pull ups that well. And then like when Ethan was doing them and he like couldn't get all the way yeah. up, and she was like, she was like, oh, is that not a pull up? He's like, no, your chin has to go above the bar. <laughs> and she's like, oh. And Never you could mind. just see, like, the regret. <laughs> she couldn't even do that. She couldn't even, like, pull up. No. Oh, my God. Near. We should. That would be, that would be something. No, I do think both of us would die. <laughs> I do think that. Okay, so for the last, honestly, episode ever. <laughs> the finale. We'll do the fitness test. Because then out. if it happens, it happens. Yeah. You know, we don't have to record another episode. Go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> Play the eye of the tiger. A lot of lot of frenemies mm-hmm. as always of course um i've been watching a show called resident alien which oh. i was very skeptical to watch because it's like you know sometimes your parents will be like oh i really want to watch a show and you're like okay mm, like I, I guess i'll watch it with you but so far it's been very funny it's alan yeah. tudyk tudyk oh oh i like him he's great he plays like an alien that mm-hmm. crashes onto Earth in Colorado. Oh, fun! And he like takes over this guy's body, <laughs> and it's the town doctor. 
and so like he has to be <laughs> the town doctor oh and that's only really this funny. like nine-year-old kid can see him in alien form and so he's like oh my god he's an alien and so he's trying to kill this child it's very funny also there's a bunch of like indigenous actors playing indigenous people and i'm like wow you actually cast wow that's incredible <laughs> there's like so many good jokes and it's just like a very delightful show oh, that i would recommend so watching is it like on a network or is it streaming or it's on ctv okay okay it's like i was not going into it i was like i'm not gonna like this <laughs> like, <laughs> right off the bat i was like this isn't for me but i kind of love very that though funny. i love like when you go into something like being like Ugh, like i'm not going to like this like you're so like yeah. defiant you're like there's no way that i'm gonna enjoy this and then like, you're like oh wait <laughs> it's so good he teaches himself how to speak english from watching law and order <gasps> Okay, I love that. And so, like, there was the last episode that I watched, like, someone asked where he was from, like, originally, and he said New York. <laughs> and they were like, oh, like, what What did you do in New York? He's like, well, in New York, there's law, and there's order, and there are detectives who specialize. <laughs> like, it was just the full, like, intro. Oh, my God, order. I love that. He's like, and there's sex in the city <laughs> like it's just it's so funny like it's a really enjoyable show oh, that sounds really delightful I feel like I totally like am not aware of like what's on networks anymore because like I only have streaming services so it's like right. I don't know what's airing on like CTV or like any of the other networks <laughs> except like, for like I, procedurals <laughs> I think like you have to find that like if you can watch it online because yeah. I think that you and your mom would enjoy it yeah that's not like, like a, it sounds a, really funny a lot of good little yeah jokes okay what was it called again and, resident and alien watched it yet resident alien okay resident alien i haven't watched it yet but i'm pretty sure that tonight at press time wednesday <laughs> good trouble starts again <laughs> oh boy and i know that will have a lot in it so i'm ready <laughs> for that strap in everyone <laughs> oh god the most chaotic show as a spin-off of an already chaotic show yeah no they um they are all agents of chaos over it's, there it really is <laughs> i think that since we're in lockdown mm -hmm. and there's like nothing much to do I think that you should watch Fosters, <laughs> the Fosters on Netflix, so you can experience. I can't. Also, Noah Centineo's in it. Oh, so, that's true. For, for, he comes in at some point. He replaces someone and doesn't look anything like him. Yeah, he replaces Jake T. Austin, doesn't yeah. he? And you're just supposed to pretend that that's fine and he's not, like, three feet taller. <laughs> I love when shows do that. Like I, they did that in Shameless too. Like it was like Jane Levy who played um, Mandy Milkovich in the first season, and then they replaced her in like the second season because then I think she went on Suburgatory. Um, but it's like it's one of those things where it's just like the actresses really didn't look that similar, and it's like it's one of those things that, like you really have to know going in, otherwise you're just like really thrown off for a while until somebody like says their name. That's <laughs> literally and like. One of the characters and him, they're twins. Right. Right? So Jake T. Austin and the Marietta, who are supposed to be twins, 
looked alike. They were the same height. They look similar enough that you could go like, okay, I guess they're twins. Noah Centineo and her, nothing alike. She is so short. In com- it just... <laughs> It just doesn't make sense. Why did Jake T. Austin leave the show? I literally don't know. And it was just as his storyline was getting so much like more focused on him as a Uh, character. I don't like something must have happened because I don't understand why he would leave willingly when they were about to like ramp up his involvement in the show. Interesting. Something fishy was going on there. But I think that you do um, for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> need to dive into the foster. Oh, I know. I've already seen like the fucking incest of it all though. Yeah, so. that's that's a haunting um plot point <laughs> that carries through all of it. They really <laughs> did that. They really they did, did that. that and went, I see nothing wrong. <laughs> you're supposed to root for these people and you're watching going, no. Like that no. feels wrong on so no, many levels. I don't like that. I don't mm-hmm. like that. I don't like that. Also, the moms are, like, too nice in it that I'm like, you make me uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're too nice. Something's wrong. Something is wrong. What about you? What content have you been consuming? So much for asking. Um, Alert the press. I read another book. Oh, my God. She's on a roll. I don't know who she is. Um, I read Luster by Raven Leilani, which like, first of all, a gorgeous name. Right. Hello, Raven <laughs> Leilani. Stunning. Um, it had been on my like Goodreads to read list for like a minute because it came out last year. And I remember it was like another one of those books that like everyone was yeah. talking about when it came out. Um, and so I went on like a like a book buying binge there a few weeks ago and I got it um, and I read it. It was so so good um it's about this character named Edie who's like I think she's 23 um kind of like working like a dead-end job like doesn't really know what she's doing um she's like an artist both of her parents are dead like she's living in like this shitty yeah. apartment like it's just like her life is like a mess basically like a big old mess um and she and like starts up this relationship with this married man named Eric um who's this white guy um Edie's black and so like there's like race plays a role in it so she strikes up this relationship with Eric who's married and then through a series of completely unfortunate events um Edie ends up living with him and his wife oh and their 13 year old adopted daughter who is also black their daughter her name's Akilah and so it's like it is like there are parts of it that are so like painful to read yeah. because of like just like cringiness and you're like oh my god if no. I was in that situation I would just like truly drop dead but it's like it's so funny and heartbreaking and like painful and tragic but like I loved the relationship between Edie and Akila. like it was just that was such like a nice part of it and yeah. then just like the dynamic between her and Eric and his wife think her name is Rebecca if I'm remembering that correctly um and just like all of these different dynamics and it was like wow so I like tore through that um last week weekend so that was really good the cover was beautiful stunning cover for a stunning book it's so funny like I try not to like read like too many reviews before I like read something or watch something because I don't want it to like color my opinion of it 
Um, and so I hadn't like really read like a lot of like reviews of it beforehand. I just knew that like a lot of people that I followed on like Twitter or whatever had read it and they really liked it. And then afterwards on Goodreads, I was kind of like looking through what people were saying about it. And there were like some people that like hated it so much, which like felt so weird to me because it's like I get like everybody's taste is different. But like, it's like, it's always weird when people are like complaining about things. They're just like, I'm just like, did you ever think that like maybe that was intentional? You know, like they're just like, oh, this, like, she, the Edie's so unlikable. I'm like, yeah like maybe that's the point like she's like a complicated character yeah she's not necessarily like likable in the traditional sense but like that's why she's interesting because like despite that I'm still rooting for her as a reader it was just like so weird to see some of the people like complaining about it I feel like people on Goodreads in general the people who leave reviews it's either like no comment five stars yes or like someone puts like half a star and then writes like five pages of like why the author is a terrible person actually and you're like what that is literally it though it's like it seems like no matter what no matter what book it is it's like I love it or I hate it there's like a long thing about it like when I read Dumplin because I saw the movie and I was like this is delightful yeah the reviews on Dumplin, if you haven't looked, I suggest going and oh looking through God. because people are like a lot. People are like, she's so rude to the other fat girl saying that like she's so fat and at least she's happy that she's not that fat. I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> she's insecure about herself, which is the point. At the end, they are friends and she doesn't feel that way. That is the point of the story. Right? I feel like so often it's like the point is here and the review is just like over. Over. They completely miss it. And it was like they were talking about like the writing style. And I was just like, again, like I think those were intentional choices made by the author. (laughs) It's so like just you can say your reading comprehension skills aren't great. Like you don't have to show me an essay about (laughs) why the book is bad and it's just you missing the point. It just, like, it felt really weird because it was, like, people were, like, harping on how, like, she was, like, an unlikable character and, like, all of this shit. And, like, they were, like, kind of, like, mentioning certain things. And I'm, like, because the the book is written in, like, first person. So, like, Edie okay. basically acts as, like, the narrator of everything. And it's also just, like, people are, like, well, like, she said this, but, like, that doesn't make sense with that. And I'm, like, maybe she's an unreliable narrator. <laughs> like, that's literally, like a thing that exists (laughs) you know so I was just like I don't know like maybe I'm just like maybe I'm too far in the other direction where it's just like I'm not like critical of like not critical enough or something but it's just like I thought the writing like was really good you know like I like read stuff and I'm like wow like I wish I could write like that like I'm not sitting there like fucking with like a yeah magnifying glass being like well I didn't like that it's like I don't know I thought the writing was good I thought the story was interesting I thought there were interesting characters I enjoyed reading it yeah like I don't know and like if there are other things that I'm just gonna like assume that like the writer had considered that and like it was there for a reason (laughs) that's a thing like you can identify parts like that oh maybe she isn't likable but then you have to go well was that on purpose yeah you know like I don't know it just like it felt weird because 
I'm just like, is this genuinely people like not liking it? Or is it because it's written by a black woman and it's about a black woman? Like it just felt, I'm like, is this like racially charged? Because I always feel like people like probably (laughs) it's like with anything, like people are always like way more critical and harsh of like something that's created by like people of color, specifically like black women. It's just like, oh, well, like we have to like hold them to like a much harsher standard. And it's like, okay or we could not or she could like, just write a good book and yeah. you can enjoy it or not enjoy it like we you don't know? we don't need all of this so that was definitely interesting and I was like just sitting there reading the reviews like <laughs> really yeah. like I don't think this is this is not the place for me um so I read that really good would recommend it's like a pretty like quick read I think it's like 220 ish pages so it's like pretty like quick to get through um and like the writing style is very like like to the point I guess but like I don't know it's just like it was like easy to read I think um and then the other thing that I watched was Ted Lasso yes I saw your tweet okay (laughs) we need to have a conversation about Ted Lasso um it was incredible zoe zoe it was what is it on like it's on apple okay which is the world's shittiest streaming service and i only have it because i got my new iphone there a year and a half ago and they gave me a free subscription that like they just keep renewing for free don't Um, tell them (laughs) they're like oh do you want another three months of this free i'm like oh is nobody paying for this sure (laughs) um yeah, so, like, Ted Lasso premiered the end of summer last year, beginning of fall, like, August or September, I think. And I remember being like, oh, like, I like Jason Sudeikis, but, like, yes. there's no way in hell I'm going to watch a show about soccer. Like, that's not in that's the cards That's where I for draw me. the line. Like, that is not in the cards for me. Like, that is just not something that interests me. It's not going to happen. Pushed it completely aside. <laughs> I was like, good for all of you who are enjoying this, but it's just... Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Wouldn't be me. Will not be me. But then when I moved back home, my mom kept like, she was like, oh, do you have Apple? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I really want to watch Ted Lasso. And I was like, okay, yeah. Like, I'll give you like my (laughs) Apple login. Like, you can watch it if you want. And she kept talking about it. And then finally, she started watching it a couple of weeks ago. I think it was like one night you and I were recording. And she like just started watching it. And I was like, okay, like, good for you. Watch Ted Lasso. (laughs) Enjoy your soccer show. Yeah, I was like, have fun. Like, whatever. (laughs) And she was like, she watched the whole thing and she was like, no, like, it's so good. Like, it's one of the best shows I've seen in a really long time. It's so funny. Blah, 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 blah. And so I was like, okay. okay. Like, <laughs> All right, and like, mom. <laughs> in the meantime, I had like seen stuff on Twitter of people talking about how good it was. And so I was like, like, maybe there's something there, you know, yeah. like maybe to explore. Right. And so then um, this past weekend on, I think it was Sunday, we just kind of like been doing whatever and then kind of like that evening we're like oh kind of like in the mood to watch something and like I wanted to watch something kind of like funny light whatever I'd watched SVU all day so I was like maybe like let's (laughs) cleanse liven things up a little bit and so my mom was like well you know we can watch (laughs) Ted Lasso (laughs) and I was like okay you know what fine like I'll I'll give Give it it a try I'll give it a try I'll watch an episode you know how bad can it be sort of thing um it was like truly fantastic like it was to find this now at the level of like never have I ever in terms of like I watched it and then immediately wanted to watch it again and just like 
I genuinely have not laughed that hard at something in I don't know how long. My face hurt from smiling and laughing so much from watching it. I love that. It was incredible. It's so smartly written. It's so funny. There's so much heart to it. And it kind of like, it does that thing that like Shit's Creek did where it's like, oh, this is so wholesome and like delightful, but without being like sickeningly sweet. Yeah. Like it still has like a little bit of like an edge to it where you're like, okay, that like keeps it from going like, like becoming too trite or yeah. too like mm, sort of thing. Um, It's so good. It's so good. I mean, like we stand Jason Sudeikis here on this to. podcast. <laughs> we love him. You gotta. Um, It's so good. And it's like, it's about soccer, but like, it's not really about soccer, you know? Like there's, yeah. there's so much more going on. All of the characters are so fun and interesting and smart. And for a show that was developed by like two men and some other people, surprisingly good female friendships. Good. Like there are two, there's Rebecca, who is one of the main characters. She's like the owner of the the football team, if yeah. you will. Um, I will. And then Keely, who's one of the girlfriends of the players. And like they, like over the course of the, season like form this really beautiful friendship and it's like I don't know like it was just like it was so nice and touching and I'm like I think like I always love you know stories about female friendship and like I think it's it's something that's not easy to portray in a realistic way but it was like it was so nice and so fucking 10 out of 10 all right I'm gonna see if I can find it somewhere to watch (laughs) If I can, like, give you my Apple login, I will absolutely share it with you. Thank you. Because I think you would really like it. Like, I think, like, you and your parents would all, like, you could all yeah. sit down and watch it and, like, enjoy it. Enjoy it was it. so good. Like, truly, between that and Shit's Creek and Never Have I Ever, like, those are, like, the three shows Rewatchables. that, like, brought me so much joy in the past year. And it's, like, that's been hard to do. <laughs> boy (laughs) boy has it that was like truly Ted Lasso was just like instant serotonin yeah and like I literally injured myself from laughing and smiling so much (laughs) I love that (laughs) I'm excited to try to find it there's 10 episodes they're like all like half ish hour each so like it's so easy to like get through so we watched like the first five episodes prime tv watched the first five episodes on like Sunday night and then on Monday we finished watching it and like and then yesterday we literally like rewatched the first episode again because yes. I like we had watched an episode of The Sopranos, but like we're getting like really close to the end oh, of that, and it's like everyone's it. dying at this yeah. point, and so it's like we need to like palate cleanse with Ted Lasso because Just, it's like, so wash dark. It down with something nice, yeah, pretty much. So, 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 so good. Like I can't remember the last time I was like this enthusiastic about a tv show oh i love that and also he's great like i don't think that there's ever been anything like even bad things that mm-hmm. he's been like he's still an enjoyable part of whatever it is he's fantastic and like the character of ted lasso is just like i don't like the world's <laughs> nicest person like i just i want to give him a hug yeah and it like oh my god it like breaks my heart though because like like it's not really a spoiler alert but like mild spoiler alert in the show Ted Lasso is like going through like a separation and then like yeah. a divorce from his wife and I'm like oh my god art imitating life like that I is know. so sad oh, no. oh. Harold Harold the homewrecker he is a little homewrecker 
the scamp. What a little slut. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but are we? I mean, <laughs> women get called that all the time. So yeah. I'm just, the shoe is on the other foot. We're just sharing. The glitter boot is on the other foot. <laughs> glitter bee. Glitter bee. Um, yeah, I think those are the only two things that I've really um, consumed in the past week is um, that book and that show. <laughs> right, Grace? Oh, yeah. Let's have that conversation. <laughs> First of all, I know you haven't watched it yet, but Drag Race UK, it's another one of those things like you're just talking about, like, I feel very enthusiastic about it. Oh, enthusiastic, if enthusiastic. you will. I fucking will. It's the first time in a while, too, where someone's runway, they've come out and I've gone like at my screen because of just how like great it is. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's such a good season of television. I'm like so excited to watch it because like it's been hyped up so much and I'm like, I'm fucking ready. You gotta, it's really enjoying that. The US one feels like the longest season of anything that's ever existed oh my god and it's not that it's not enjoyable because mm-hmm. it is but I just like I feel like we're not moving it's like the hallway from the shining yeah like, it's just like we take like we're still one here. step forward just to take two steps back yeah. sort of thing. I saw I saw a tweet today that was like the last season was like 10 episodes or something and we're at like episode eight and there's still all these queens i saw a tweet i think it was from bob who was like this time on season eight we already had a top four yeah yeah <laughs> like I was like what and i also saw something and i don't know if this is tea or not because like in the like last week's episode it showed as like this week's episode being snatch game but i saw something saying that this week they're doing a clip show episode what so i don't even know if we're gonna get like an actual episode this week but like that i don't know if that's that's been confirmed i think i saw something like that too saying it was like the pointless episode is coming like the pointless quarantine episode is coming and i'm like Oh no. I got because like Matt Rogers does um recaps for the grinder Instagram of Drag Race and he was recapping the last episode and then at the very end he was like we have to wait like two weeks for Snatch Game because they're doing like a quarantine clip show next episode or something. Ugh. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I, I was so want- excited about Snatch Game. <laughs> I don't want any part in clip shows. No. Like I they have never once served a good point. <laughs> no, not one time was I like, worth it. No, exactly. It's worth it. They're Just so don't pointless. do anything. Just have a break. Speak drag race. Um, how did you feel about the double save of Simone and Candy? Um, I don't I don't fully understand what about that lip sync made you think you need to mm-hmm. needed to keep candy mm-hmm. but at the same time I don't agree with like everyone being so like aggressively angry at candy like that one guy in that tiktok you sent me that's blatant fat phobia and we like, all know it <laughs> that's what that is like you can just you can just say because there's been times before where they've saved queens where mm-hmm. you go what like what was the point of that but you like she hasn't done it like she wasn't like a raging bitch in that episode that you're like god why did they keep her she's off like you just didn't like her like that's okay you don't have to but it's like why (laughs) didn't you like her like I think there's like a very obvious there's a reason 
But like I don't I don't understand why that was the week they did the mm-hmm. double save because like there are parts where like Candy very clearly didn't know the words. Okay. That so. was like the thing that was like when I was watching it, I was kind of like, okay, like to my mind, like Simone is the winner yeah. and like super Just- grateful for that. <laughs> Like Just generally, I was, Simone is the winner. Simone is the winner. Like, crown her now. Like, I was, like, upset that she was in the bottom last week. Although, like, was deserved. Yes. Um, But, like, at the same time, I, like, also wasn't ready for Candy to go home. No. That's the thing. Like, I, like, when we were talking about, like, favorites before of, like, this mm-hmm. season. Like, I don't know why I like Candy. Because, like, there are times where she's just, like, I don't know. Like, she was mean a bit at the beginning. <laughs> There's times where I'm like, okay, you're just like, you're not playing a character. You're just like playing yourself Mm -hmm. kind of thing. But like, I do really enjoy Candy. Yes. Like there's some, also that outfit, not this week, but the week before with like the, just like the underwire. Oh, yes. And the like all the glitter and the big hat. I was like, loved that. You look amazing. I thought that was gorgeous. And I really, I've appreciated Candy so much because A, she's a big girl. Yeah. And B, she has brought good looks to the runway almost every week. Yeah. And I feel like so often on Drag Race, you have like the token plus size queen who gets eliminated in like the first two episodes. And sticks to the very basic like hourglass mermaid. And I feel like Candy has not done that, you know, like she's come down the runway not cinched and just like having her normal body and she's had like some really nice like fashion forward yeah. looks and so I like really appreciate her for that I also think that she like sometimes I find like queens rely on certain things to like get by like don't I don't rely think- on that body <laughs> body <laughs> like I don't think there's anything specifically like you could say like her like she doesn't really play a character ever she's just like herself Mm -hmm. and her personality but like I don't think there's anything that you're like oh she's relying on that like she's not just relying on looks she's not just relying on like being a campy comedy queen like she's just like I think she tries every challenge I think so too you know she's not relying on the colors red orange and yellow oh my god Tina Although I know we like already talked about this but like I don't it has to be said I don't think Tina deserved to be in the bottom the the judging on the last week's episode was deranged didn't make any sense Mm -mm. I I know we talked about this already (laughs) but like I didn't notice that Tina stopped mouthing along to the words no until they replayed it a bunch of times and focused on that like I didn't catch that I thought she was funny the whole time and I don't she's not a favorite like, I'm annoyed with the constant red, orange, and yellow. Like, I'm not excited to see her looks. That's exactly it. I hated, I hated how the runway this week was yellow. And I was like, fuck you, Tina. I know. <laughs> also, there's so many, like, repeats. I know. Like, on this season that I haven't seen before. And I saw a tweet that was like, this is just showing the girls need to get different designers. Like, you can't all go to the same one. And I was like, ugh. Because I mean, there was... Gee. Olivia and Simone had the same like boxing outfit but yep. for different challenges there was the um Mick and Denali had the crash test dummy looks <gasps> yes the wig Olivia's wig and, and Candy's, Candy's wig, wig. Mm-hmm. there was a taxi driver one too like um Tina mm-hmm. had a taxi driver I don't remember who else was a taxi Elliot Elliot 
There's like a lot of repeats and I feel like on any other season that would be getting called out but I feel like it just like this one's getting a pass for some reason that I don't yeah. really understand because it's happened so many times now. I know I completely forgot about like the the test dummy one I was like oh yeah there's been like a few but I'd forgotten about that one too <laughs> and like there were like Denali's was white mm-hmm. and like puffy sleeves and stuff like that they were like different but like concept was, was the same <laughs> and like comparing it to like Drag Race UK, like I already told you the scandal mm-hmm. of the fish and chips <laughs> outfit. <laughs> like that was the same week, yes, that they both wore that, but like it was like you didn't wear that as good as her, or like yeah, they like talked about it. This, it's just like, no, we're not gonna talk about it. I feel like you gotta. I feel like you gotta. It's like it's happened so many times at this point that it does seem like it should be addressed <laughs> right like it's just it's too much to be coincidence Mm-mm. <laughs> their judging was crazy though it didn't make any sense no and it's like we like again as you said like we are not tina burner stands over no. here like i have been ready for her to go for a while yes <laughs> um but like watching it last week I was like oh she like objectively did a good job I thought like I thought she was like one of the better yeah ones and also like I know that we talked about this already just you and I but like yeah the rosé win was boring it was boring like we saw it coming of course she did well like that's Mm. what she does I don't think she did like extraordinarily to have won that like I think that like someone who's that's not their thing and then they do it well, that's more of a win than someone who does that and then did good at, like, yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. Of course. <laughs> like, it's like, Rosé has spent all season being like, I'm the singer, I'm the dancer yeah. of this group, like, musical theater is my life, I would die for Broadway, like. <laughs> and she is great, like, it's- She's super good, like, absolutely, but it's just, like, when you've spent that many weeks, like, talking yourself up and then you get a chance to, like, do what you're good at. And then you do it well. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I expected you to do. Like, to me, it was, like, way more interesting that, like, Gottmik did as well as yeah. they did. Like, her and Denali together, I was just, like, blown away. They were so good. And especially since Denali was, like, freaked out and didn't want that part to, like, have done so well. That that seemed, like, more of a win. Yeah. For her so. to, like, actively not wanted that part and been, like, upset about it. Mm-hmm. And like, then to steal the show literally though like and also we talked about this again but it's like the rusical was way too long it and, was like, so long and funny. so stupid <laughs> i'm just like <sighs> the rusicals on the u.s version are getting they're running out of things oh they and it's like very obvious <laughs> like it's so it's like where where are the jokes like literally the only part that I found like actually funny was the Russian bots with Denali yeah. and Gottmik. Like that was the part that actually made me like laugh out loud. I was yeah. like, oh, that's funny. Also, I like Utica. It's not that I don't like Utica. Utica's getting too much for me. Mm. Just like all the 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 movements, the movements and the faces. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it takes away from like if there were jokes, there weren't because it wasn't good. But like yeah I feel like it's a lot 
Although I do see her getting a lot of hate from people who really like Crystal Method. And I'm like, I don't understand what the difference is then between them. Yeah, like they're both kind of that same brand of like quirky, different. That's interesting. Yeah. Like you can't be like, oh my God, I love Crystal. She's so weird and like does her own thing. And then be like, I hate Utica. She's so weird. It's like, it's like what? Okay, do you like it or not? <laughs> like make up your mind. Just saying. Yeah, the rusical. Whoa. <laughs> what happened there? You look like Pippi Longstocking. You just flyaways. <laughs> um, yeah, the rusicals I'm like not excited about anytime they come up I'm like oh no no and it's like I much rather they do like I liked the Madonna one that they did yeah. um whatever season that was with Jan um like I like when they have like a theme like that where yeah it's like Madonna or something share. it's like share the share one was fun but it's like social media <laughs> yeah that's not good on the UK their rusical was uh rats which was oh, like their parody right. of cats like those are fun yeah but uh yeah social media was like like we said before when we were talking was like old people yelling at the sky being like what is this new fandangled technology it did feel very just like okay boomer yeah them so that was the vibe for (laughs) sure it's like we get you don't understand social media and like (laughs) the um tiktok part of the rusical that was supposed to be like billy eilish eilish however you say it (laughs) um was i felt embarrassed watching like, I felt, like, not because Elliot did bad or anything. No, they actually just, like, did, like, a good job yes, with, like, what they were given. <laughs> it was just, like, the concept of it, the lyrics, the way it was, like, <laughs> they were instructed to sing it. I was embarrassed. I felt secondhand embarrassment for the entire musical. It was very cringe. Yes. Just really bad. <laughs> I didn't like it. I wish they had done... <laughs> I wish they'd gone in a different direction. I wish they did something else. And like, maybe it was just because they were doing it like with so many people because they've like eliminated like two queens. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But like, it just went on for so long. I was like, is this because you're working with more people than you normally would and you had to give everybody like equal time? Like it just went on forever. Maybe we could have saved the rusical for later when there was less people let's like whittle it down a little bit also i feel like there haven't been like has there been any like sewing challenges um the only one i think that they did was the bag ball but that was only like the one look for it i just feel like there needs to be more of those like those are always entertaining yeah give me a sewing challenge and i'll slay them all i'll give you what you like (laughs) i'm full of tricks baby just like Like a halloween Halloween. (laughs) roxy roxy no oh boy oh boy Never forget. Uh, never. You can't. It's burned, <laughs> burned into your brain. Uh, the best was there's like a live recording of it. Like oh, Alaska yes. and detox on its stage. And it gets to Roxy's part. And they're all like, no, Roxy, why would you do that? No. 
your name is Roxy Andrews, and I'm here to make it clear. I know you love me, baby. That's why you brought me here. Room full of monsters, and it makes you want to scream. Oh, God. God love her. What a moment. What a moment. That is her story right there. (laughs) That was a good musical challenge. That was a good musical challenge. Her story and that one. Yeah. I, it's like you look back on other seasons and it's like damn like there were some good ones yeah they're just running out like they need to hire new people like new writers maybe just yeah. like freshen it up I don't know <laughs> but I would love to see another sewing challenge because those are yeah. some of my favorites yeah I love when they just like give them something random yeah. like a bunch of like beach yeah things and they're like make a dress I feel like we need to do that but I'm excited for snatch game that's always yeah, good that's always- that's always good even when it's bad <laughs> even when it's bad and I mean sometimes it really is bad so winner winner chicken, chicken dinner, dinner. <laughs> amen Trixie amen. Uh, god almighty <laughs> what a choice she made with that oh and the confidence the mis- the misplaced confidence mm-hmm. was- no I do appreciate how how <laughs> how confident she felt mm-hmm. doing that uh-huh why we'll never know (laughs) but she won't do it again and and that's all that matters that is the important thing (laughs) is there anything else going on in this here world I don't know I like didn't really have anything else that I was like oh gotta talk about this on the pod like I'm sure there are things but like they're not in here (laughs) they're not in here today I think we covered a lot though yeah I think we had some really good conversations conversations yeah xxx conversation (laughs) I miss doing that in the workplace with every with every word that kind of sounds like that (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh the good old days where where are they when will where are you and (laughs) And i'm I'm so sorry (laughs) i am so sorry no i do that we just did that to you really apologize for assaulting your ears oh my god anything anything I don't know I mean like I guess we can just we can just wrap it up is there anything else you wanna you wanna share with the class (laughs) I don't not right now I'm sure next week I'll Mm -hmm. fill you in on good trouble if it is in fact airing tonight I hope so (laughs) and you'll hear all about it (laughs) I expect a play-by-play um in the meantime Feel free to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HonestlyPod and Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. Go check out the Hot Take Tuesday posts. Yes, those are so fun. Like a whole month worth of them now. Like we've been... We're full of hot takes. We're full of hot takes, full of hot air. Um, We'll also have another monthly mix coming out in a few more days. Um, So keep your eyes open for that. Um, and I actually thought about it before, like, the day of. So yes. that's exciting. I love that. Yeah, I'll have to get you to send me your songs in the yes. next couple of days so I can get that put together for us. Um, you can email us at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. Send us a letter. 
let us know how you're doing in these trying times it's so lovely to receive things just talk to us be so nice to hear from you um we also have a website which is the honestly podcast.wixsite.com slash home don't forget the slash home it will lead you nowhere and you want to go somewhere to our website yeah i just think like you can't really go anywhere else right now so like you might as well just like head on over to our website and like we did refresh it Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of like our faces on there we wrote bios you have to look at those the blood (laughs) sweat and tears that went into those bios they deserve to be read like the bios I think might be the reason for our current mental health they are the (laughs) reason for the season they are (laughs) amen um we also have merchandise for merchandise um you can click on the merch tab on the previously mentioned website check it out there or you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com we have our cute little cartoon faces on a variety of things um maybe soon we'll have the new logo merch we'll see how it goes who's to say who's to say but you know get them while they're hot get them while they're hot absolutely um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Potable, Pocket Casts. Other places. I don't knows. know. Wherever you listen. We're there. Rate. <laughs> do that. If not, be sure to go over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us a little review. Um, and if you do leave us a review, send us a screenshot of it, and we'll send you some truly, truly, truly limited edition Honestly Pod stickers. Once they're gone, baby, they're gone. Gone. <laughs> gone. And you'll never see them again. No. So once again, get them while they're hot. Okay. You, and they're so. scorching. They are scalding. Scaldarine. Scaldarine. Uh, is that it? I think that's all. All right. Bye. Bye.